Hello and welcome to Inside the Admissions Office, your one-stop shop for expert advice on the smart way to get in. My name is Kayla and each episode I'll bring you an interview with a former admissions officer, a graduate of a top college, or an admissions expert. These interviews will take you inside the admissions office and will be full of behind-the-scenes knowledge, first-hand experiences, and application tips that will help you get into your dream school. This week, we're joined by Hanifa Abdul-Sabur, a graduate coach and former career and academic advisor, to talk about high school jobs and internships. Hi, Hanifa. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Kayla. Thank you for having me. So today we brought you on to talk about getting work experience as a high schooler. Um, I think as we're getting closer to summer planning, some students might be thinking about whether they want to get a summer job, whether they need to. Um, And I know you have experience with uh, kind of career counseling and career services. So I'm excited to talk to you about that today. Great. So I think my first question would be, and something that students might be wondering, is uh, whether work experience is something that's required when applying to college. Okay, so no work experience is not required, but it can be a great way to demonstrate initiative, work ethic, and a sense of responsibility. And also it's just a great opportunity to build valuable professional skills and sometimes experience in your areas of interest, a way to kind of figure out if it's something that you really want to pursue later on. Right. It really is a great way for students to kind of grow and explore their interests in a different way. Um, So other than this, and maybe specifically thinking about the admissions process, what are the benefits of students looking for work experience? Sure. So um, as part of the admissions process, you know, admissions officers often like to see students who get involved with their community, both in and outside of school, and having a job, especially on a consistent basis, and of course, while still maintaining strong uh, performance in school, uh, can portray a level of commitment and maturity and ability to multitask, and it shows a student who has taken opportunities to really connect with their community. Um, And if you have a job that is related to your academic or career interests, as I mentioned before, this can demonstrate the depth of your interest and also your willingness to actively pursue more knowledge about your prospective major or career path. Um, Also in colleges, there's um, often a push towards experiential and service learning opportunities or basically courses that prioritize hands-on learning and student engagement with organizations and community members outside of campus uh, in order to um, really apply the concepts that they're learning in classes. Um, so students who have already put themselves in position to learn or develop skills um, by doing can be an attractive addition to incoming classes at colleges that value that approach to learning. Um, but even beyond the admissions process, college is just a very different experience for high, from high school. And it requires students to be accountable for themselves, to manage their own schedules, to make independent decisions and about how to use their resources. And having a job in high school can help you to develop these kinds of skills which will serve you throughout college and beyond. And even just applying and interviewing for a job or internship experience is helpful preparation um, and deciding how to juggle your work schedule um, and other obligations. And also, of course, figuring out how to manage your own money 
uh, if you're paid. These are all skills that you will need to be successful in your future endeavors. So it's, it really can be a beneficial experience all around. Right. And I think a lot of extracurriculars, especially that schools might provide, maybe don't kind of push students or force them to have that level of responsibility where if you have a job in high school, you are working with other adults, you're being held to a really high standard of scheduling and everything. I think you're right. That will be really helpful for students as they kind of transition into college where they are expected to, you know, be more responsible and have those things um, and those skills ready. Yeah, exactly. So those are obviously a lot of really great benefits to getting a job or an internship in high school. Is there any cons or um, kind of negatives that you think students should keep in mind? Well, you know, because these jobs or internships happen uh, typically outside of your school community, uh, it can be difficult to manage your academic obligations or even like your extracurriculars, say you're an athlete um, or even family obligations, it can be hard for you to manage all of these things because uh, the needs of the organization may not take those things into consideration. Um, And of course, this will all depend on your employer, the type of schedule you're required to keep and how demanding your course load is at school. Um, It'll also depend a lot on your personality or your own strengths and weaknesses. I've seen where like in some families, parents will allow one kid to get a job but they won't allow it for another one of their kids just because of what they know about their child's ability to prioritize or multitask or handle the potential stress that comes from just having a lot going on. Um, So unless you absolutely need a job to provide for basic needs in your household, it'll be important for you to make sure that um, you have your priorities together and that your academic performance should never suffer due to a job or internship. Right, the grades are definitely coming first. Yeah, they definitely need to come first. So it can be, you know, challenging to do that. But with some planning and some research before committing, um, that does not have to always be a case. But it is something for you to keep in mind when you're making a decision about this. Yeah, definitely. So I have mentioned um, in asking these questions, both jobs and internships. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe students think about internships as something that college students get or um, older people get. So can you talk about kind of getting an internship in high school and what the difference is between that and getting a job? Right. So, um, you know, a job is typically a paid opportunity to perform like a certain set of tasks for a business or organization or another person. And this for high school students is usually looks like a job in retail, like, for example, working in a clothes store in a mall or food service like McDonald's or a grocery store. Or it can be like a really limited entry-level kind of position in the organization. So like I worked as a page in a public library, um, basically shelving books. Um, Or you can be providing a service to your community for payment, like babysitting or dog walking or something like that. Um, An internship for high school students is usually unpaid, um, more often than not. Um, And it's an opportunity to learn more about the work of a company or organization in a field that you are interested in, Um, usually in exchange for some kind of labor or contribution to the work of the organization. So internships can be short or they can be long term and they can all look very different depending on who you're interning with and what kind of arrangement that you um, set up with them. So some organizations have a very organized 
internship program where they also have a clear set of tasks or ways for you to um, connect with the person you're interning with. Um, or some might be very um, informal in a way where it's an agreement between you and um, and an, an employer. So this means you're, you can call something an internship and it can be anything from shadowing someone, say like you shadowed a lawyer because you're interested in, in that field, um, mm-hmm. to, you know, assisting with projects in different capacities or assisting with research. Um, so the best thing about internships is that there's room for you to negotiate what your role will be and to work with your employer to accomplish certain learning goals. So they are available for um, undergraduate students. I mean, I'm sorry, for high school students. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a lot about connecting with your network in your local community or doing the research to identify, you know, larger scale opportunities um, where you will probably see a more structured internship kind of program for you to apply for, which is usually pretty competitive if you're going large scale. Right. Those opportunities aren't going to be as readily available as just a standard job. Exactly. Um, if a student has the choice between um, kind of a standard job and an internship, do you think there is one that would be better than the other or one that they should maybe spend more time looking for? Uh, it depends on a lot. Right. So this is where if you actually have those kind of options where you <laughs> can choose between both of those. Um, mm-hmm it's important that you make decisions with your time that are meant to help you actually develop any particular skills or knowledge that you are interested in developing. So you don't want to do things just because it sounds good. Um, The ideal situation is one where you can gain experience in your field of interest while also developing some concrete professional skills. Um, So you may consider if the opportunity will only have you shadowing someone for like a week as opposed to spending a month doing some work or creating um, some kind of product or marketing or something like that for another organization. Um, So the length of time that you're able to do it is also something that um, should factor into the assessment of any kind of opportunity you have. Um, Admissions officers like to see where a student has committed length of time to an opportunity. Something you only do for a week doesn't look as great as something that you've done longer term. Um, Right. And, you know, you want it to kind of leads you to your next place. So it's hard, you know, and of course getting paid is always fun. So it's hard (laughs) to get everything in one. Uh, So the best way to approach it is to kind of look at what your goals are um, and then, you know, look at what you'll actually be able to say that you've gained from the experience uh, itself and deciding between the two, just because internship can look so many different ways, just as jobs can, but especially internship, uh, it's not easy to say to pick one over the other unless you weigh these factors in your individual case. Right. It's definitely going to depend on the student and what they're interested in and what they're able to do. Right. Um, so this might be another question that is very dependent on the student. Um but you've mentioned a few kind of different jobs or internships that are pretty standard for students, you know, working in retail or food service. 
um, or interning with larger companies. But in your opinion, are there some jobs that are maybe better than others, more worth a student's time, um, will look better on an application in general? I mean, I think definitely if you are aiming for something that is in a particular field, then something that is in that field or related to it will be great. So if you're applying um, in the future as someone who's interested in, say, the sciences and you have an opportunity to work in a, in a biology lab, um, or something related to that, that would be great if you're interested in medicine and we have opportunity to intern or work with a public health organization, um, that would be great. So anything that supports your persona uh, is what we call it later on when you're applying to colleges um, and you're kind of putting together how you want to present yourself, anything that will support what you want to share with colleges about who you are as a person and kind of work that you hope to do, uh, those will be probably more valuable experiences. Um, and then amongst those, the ones that are for a longer term commitment will be better. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You're definitely wanting to, if possible, spend your time um, pursuing and kind of deepening your interests. But I don't want to um, diminish the value of a job that is just a job, you know, is, is because mm-hmm. schools also are value these students who have the maturity to do practical things. Uh, that's not something to be taken for granted. So if you're in the situation, I don't want any students to just, just kind of freak out like, oh, I'm, I want to be a doctor, but no doctors will let me shadow them because of privacy laws or something like that. There's still value mm-hmm. in just doing honest work in your community, especially even if there, there are opportunities that you have created yourself. Right. So say you're dog walking. That's not just dog walking. You are in this, you're being entrepreneurial. Right. You're managing marketing. Mm-hmm. You're doing interpersonal work with your community. You're um, managing finances of basically a business of your own. So there's lots of ways to look at the opportunities that you have and draw benefit from them um, in terms of your personal development and who you will be as a person. Right. I mean, getting, yeah, getting experience in your field or having more formal opportunities may be great, but you're right. Those kind of more standard jobs, there's still a lot they can give students in terms of maturity and experience. And also that does look really impressive to admissions officers that students are willing to spend their time that way. Yeah. So as students may be thinking about this decision of um, getting a job or starting to look for one, do you have any suggestions on kind of where students can start that process of where they should start looking for those opportunities? Yeah. So this is something that like is important for all kinds of job seekers at every age, but you want to definitely tap into your network. So let people know that you're looking, um, see if your parents or your teachers or your school counselors have any connections uh, or opportunities for you, especially if you know what you want. Um, that can be a great place to start. Um, you also can, of course, look online. We can do everything online now. So you can look through job sites like mm-hmm. Indeed.com or Monster Jobs. Um, these sites usually include, you know, the kind of retail jobs that you might be looking for, um, but also, you know, other opportunities that might be available. If you're looking for opportunities at a nonprofit organization, you can look at idealist.org. 
org. Um, and that usually has a range of opportunities uh, for nonprofit organizations if you want to kind of do mission-based work. Um, and then you should also check with your school counselor to see if your school keeps a list of jobs that students are eligible for or that local organizations wanted to advertise specifically to your population of students. Um, and if you have a very clear idea of what you want to do, like there's a specific organization that you want to get experience with or a specific person you want to, you know, get closer to or whose work you want to be able to observe more closely, don't be afraid to just go directly to the source. Go to the people or the places you want to work, contact them directly and inquire about any opportunities, express your enthusiasm, you know, your capabilities, what you're willing to do and see if there's any opportunities that either exist or that could be created um, for you to partner with them and work with them and uh, what they're doing. Um, and also, you know, I always tell students, don't be afraid to create your own opportunities. And this goes to kind of what I mentioned earlier, you know, you can always offer direct services. So if there's something you know how to do, you know, you're really great at graphic design, you know, or, um, mm -hmm. you know, or even handy jobs, painting or, you know, anything that you can do, you can offer direct services to your neighbors and community members, um, which will allow you to set your own schedule and your workload. And uh, it will also help you to develop the entre entrepreneurial skills that I was mentioning earlier. Right. And that can also be another way to kind of deepen your interests through your job. If yeah. maybe you want to go to school for music, you could um, you know, tutor other students. And that's another way that you can kind of expand those things. Exactly. But yeah, I think definitely networking is something that students um, should really take advantage of. I know it might be intimidating. I know when it, I was a student, I was really scared to kind of like talk to adults and try to find opportunities that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it really is one of the best ways that you can find opportunities around you. Right. And you know, the one of the benefits of being a high school student is that you have a lot of adults around in some capacity or another whose job is kind of to be there to help you. So, if, you know, you're worried about approaching people out of the blue, which I know was very difficult for me as well as a teen, you know, start with the adults that you trust or that you have some kind of rapport with and see where that can lead you. That's the nature of a network. You know, you don't always get directly to the end point from where you start, but you can move from one point to another and get closer to it. Um, so I know I ended up doing some kind of, uh, internship or I don't know if it was informational interviewing or something with, um, a professor of psychology at my local university, um, when I was a teenager and it turned out that she was the mom of one of my friends. Um, mm -hmm. but that was a great opportunity for me because at the time I was considering psychology and that's how I went to explore that interest. So, you know, start with where you're comfortable if it seems kind of daunting and then go where it leads you as well. And you can also be doing, yeah. you know, any one of these methods at once. You don't have to pick one way. You can be looking in multiple ways and see what shakes out. Yeah, definitely. I think that's really great advice. So for students who would have a choice of when they start working, maybe it's not, you know, a financial need that they start working right away in high school. Um, is there a year or a time that you think is best for students to start looking for work? So I personally recommend around 10th grade um, or like, you know, in the summer leading up to 10th grade, just because 
if, and if that's if you're a legal age to work, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Just because freshman year, I you know recommend students take a moment, especially after a transition into a new kind of uh, learning environment, to just make sure they have a grip on their academic load um, and you know how they will function as a high school student. Um, and then after that, you know, in your junior year and senior year, sometimes it can be even more challenging to try to hold down something consistent, especially if you're trying to work during the school year, um, while also preparing for college applications and testing and all those kinds of other pressures that kind of come in on top of just a regular doing schoolwork and getting regular good grades. So 10th mm-hmm. grade seems to me like an ideal time to um you know, seek out and start working um, jobs if that is something that you're interested in. Um, as far as like when in the year to do it, you know, any time of the year is a good time to look for jobs with like local businesses and organizations. But if you're aiming for a more competitive summer opportunity um, that invites applications nationally or internationally, like for example, those at the National Institutes of Health. Um, you should begin as early as the previous fall to research these opportunities um, as the application process can begin as early as November and end as as early as March uh, before the summer that you want to work. So, you know, but in general, it's never too early to do your research, even if you're not going to work or do internships as a freshman. Uh, You can start seeing what kinds of opportunities are out there so that you can plan accordingly um, and be most prepared in your um, application to these opportunities. Right. Yeah. It's never too early to start kind of collecting information and looking at what's around you. Right. And making those connections too, as well as like starting to build your network. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So after students, you know, decide that they're going to start looking, um, what are the things that they need? Is a resume necessary? Um, kind of what do students do if they don't have previous experience um, to put on a resume? Um, anything that they kind of need for that process? Sure. So uh, you definitely should have a, a well-organized resume that features your personal strength and your previous experiences. I know this this is a challenge. It's not only a challenge for like high school students. It, it's, it can be a challenge for college students because they're like, I don't have any work mm-hmm. experience. So I think the thing that's most important for young people to remember when you're first starting to write resumes is that experience does not have to be paid experience. So it's any opportunity in which you have developed or demonstrated skills that are relevant to the position that you're trying to have. So this can include volunteer opportunities. It can include things that are both in and outside of school. It can include opportunities that are formal and not formal. Anywhere where you've um, demonstrated leadership or initiative um, or any kind of capabilities that would make you a valuable um, candidate for whatever you're applying for. So for example, this can mean like if you're leader of the youth group at your church, for example. This can be something that you would include to demonstrate the skills that you that you um, would need in the next position. Of course, the trick would be that you then need to describe what you do in a way that they see that relevance. Um, and this is where you can try to get help from teachers or counselors to um, write the best resume that you can but you should not discount opportunities that you've had just because they don't directly match 
to what it is you're trying to do. Uh, don't um, underestimate uh, your life experiences to the point. And anyone who's considering a student your age has already <laughs> is already aware that mm -hmm. you have had limited opportunities to do. You're not, you're not going to come with a nine to five job um, on your resume. Right. Definitely. Um, so definitely put in work on presenting your experiences in the best way that you can and really making clear the connection to them between what you're able to do and what you're asking to do with them. Um, the other thing is that you really want to start working on developing your interviewing skills uh, and tips. And there's a lot of information out there. You can start researching it and you definitely want to practice. So if you're someone who, like me, was really, you know, shy or <laughs> not quick on a small talk, mm -hmm. you know, you can even start, give yourself a little bit of script and work on practicing it until it's natural. Uh, work on answers for the most common kind of questions or that really big, vague one that everybody hates, which is like, so tell me about yourself. <laughs> you can work mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. how you want to talk about yourself and your experiences. Um, in preparation for any kind of interview you may have, um, firm handshake, you know, eye contact, all those kinds of things. Um, and then, of course, you want to be um, armed with great research about the person, company, or organization that you're applying to work with. Um, so this goes a long way, just the level of your interest, uh, and then also the depth of your interest, being able to show that you know what you're asking for, you know what you're talking about, you have reasons why you're applying for this. It's not just because it sounds good or just because it was there. Um, that can be very attractive to potential employers to see a young person who is excited about what they do and wants to learn from them. Um, so, you know, definitely do your research. This is, again, easy to do because in internet, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, have some insightful questions for when you do get to speak with the person who may have, um, who may make the call on whether or not to hire you or invite you to an internship program. Um, and definitely this goes back to the interviewing skills, be ready and the resume writing, be ready to explain how your skills and strengths can meet their needs as a prospective employer. Right. And I think definitely practicing or doing mock interviews with friends or family can go a long way to kind of getting used to um, kind of the awkwardness of an interview, because sometimes it is a very weird situation. Yeah. And definitely even like if you get the opportunity to do it with someone who you don't know as well. So like that's not your mom. <laughs> you can um, that can be valuable as well, because there's always just a different element there. Um, when you're right. trying to do it with someone or even sometimes someone, you know, can be distracting. Like I know that sometimes with family members, you can't help but laugh because when they put on their professional persona. Um, right. So yeah, if you ever have an opportunity to, or, you know, if someone, you know, can connect you with a teacher or someone you may know less in order to do a mock interview with them, that would be great as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that's all really important advice, especially knowing about the company. You don't want to go into the interview not knowing anything about what they do that's really not going to look very impressive to your interviewer. Right. Um, so before I let you go, do you have any kind of last words of advice or um, tips for any students who might be starting the job hunt? Yeah, just, you know, don't limit yourself, you know, do research. Any question you can think of is not a silly one. You know, oftentimes there are mm -hmm. opportunities out there 
America that we don't know about and that we will not know about unless we ask about it. So, you know, ask your questions, whether you are asking to Google or to your counselor or mm-hmm. anyone else, you just never know. Um, and also, you know, another great way for you to start to build that connection or even just that network is to do informational interviews, which is basically where you arrange to meet with someone who is doing work you're interested in. And, you know, it's not quite the same as asking to work for them, but, you know, you have this opportunity to just ask them what it took to do what they're doing or what it is they do day to day. And those kinds of things can not only be great ways for you to do research and gain uh, information, gather information about prospective opportunities for yourself, but it's also a great way to build relationships. So definitely throughout all of this, invest in your relationships, whether they're with your counselors or your teachers or the other adults in your lives, um, because they will be valuable resources. Um, and, you know, it just expands your world all the more. They'll want to help you. Um, so definitely do as much relationship building as you can. You'll be surprised how much that affects every other area of your life uh, as you start building your academic and career journey. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the closer you are to people and the more relationships you have, the more willing they are gonna, they are going to be to help you get those opportunities. So I think that's really great advice. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Hanifa. I think this was all um, really valuable information for um, not only just thinking about jobs in terms of college admissions, but just kind of for students to get experience and um, gain professional skills in high school in general. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I enjoyed talking with you. And if any of our listeners are looking to do some of that research that Hanifa was talking about, uh, interview prep or where to find jobs or what jobs to look for, uh, you can check out our blog. We have a really great article about some of the best Uh, jobs for high schoolers, which I'll link below. And if you have any specific questions about this topic or would like to request a topic for a future episode, you can go ahead and give us a follow and send us a message on social media at Ingenious Prep Everywhere. Uh, That's all for now. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time as we continue our journey inside the admissions office. (music) 